At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. So those are uh, money line uh, bets that we were talking about before. What about totals? Yes, here we go for the totals before we get to tonight's games. Uh, The best teams with the over so far this year, Dodgers, Orioles, Braves, Cubs, and Rays. Best teams to the under, Padres, Rockies, Mets, Brewers, and Guardians. Padres and Rockies, the two best under teams, open a series in Colorado tonight. Uh, Scotty, with a fat total that we'll talk about. Uh, momentarily are you surprised uh, about the Brewers I'm not surprised about the Brewers because they don't score any runs uh, and their pitching is kind of decent so they play the Brewers and the Guardians are like you know they all they play that same style they they don't have great lineups that score a ton of runs they pitch just good enough to win them games I'm more surprised the Padres and the Mets uh, are on there obviously well, why would they the Guardians why the would they trade Savali when Bieber's done for 60 and they're you know where they are in the in the playoff hunt like they're they're right there so yeah. I, I mean literally a half game out I don't understand their thinking at all with their top pitcher down is he not significant for them well they're the Guardians there is really no they do this all the time they anybody they never keep anyone i mean it's amazing that they were able to keep jose ramirez around because everybody leaves the guardians in cleveland when they were the indians the same thing everybody always leaves at some point um you know even middle of the road arms like savali he pitched good the other day and uh now he's off to tampa can you imagine what a guy like uh jay ram would do in the bronx jesus I know, but it, you know what it really sucks? It sucks for the fans, right? I mean, imagine being a yeah. fan of Cleveland and you get, to a, you get to a half game out. Like, you make up a bunch of ground in the last week with the Twins because they suck, and now you're back in and you're like, yeah, we're going to trade uh, the guy who's like been our best pitcher since Bieber got hurt. We're going to trade him. Look, we'll probably trade somebody else by tomorrow. Let me just say, so. I, I honestly, okay, so I used to go to, I don't know, 20 Yankee games a year at least uh mafia used to go with me uh you know when i was at howard i went all the time we had the luxury suite the uh matsui suite it was crazy in fact i heard from my boy mo who who owns that suite at, at yankee stadium uh the other day on my birthday and i love him but i haven't been to a yankee game in like three years i don't care i you know i can watch them all uh going to the bronx is a pain in the ass uh parking's 50 bucks you spend at least a nickel at that ballpark i mean just going to the concession stand and drinking and the tickets are through the roof you'd think i was going to see the rolling stones uh i'm going to see a loser team now here's my point it's that you talk about it's bad for the fans these teams but in reality i'd be willing to bet you i'd love to see the truth I'd be willing to bet you that most, you know, baseball fans, I don't think they go to more than two games a year. They it, they just can't afford it. Uh, people can't afford to take four people, five people, a family to a game. They always say that it's affordable. 
my ass it's affordable. It's $1,000 to take four people to the Yankee game with food and parking and, and booze. That's just a, and who goes to Yankee Stadium after sitting in traffic for two hours? The first thing you do is drink three beers. I mean, you're like so stressed out by the time you get there, you're sweating. And it's just not a fun experience. It's a stressful experience. You have to drink. You have to smoke weed just to calm down. And then your kids start going to the stands. Every time they go, it's $50, $100. I mean, there's not like there is nothing cheap at that place. Now, ice cream's no. 20 bucks. So kid, I don't I think people buy. in Cleveland, they go once a year. That's it. Yeah. I can't go. I know that. I can't bring all, the whole family more than once a year. That's it. I mean, it's Unless someone comps us. Uh, yeah, I got I mean, four tickets for Wednesday. It's like five hundred and fifty dollars I paid. Yeah, and and thirty four she's like, why didn't you just get why didn't you just turn in the, the, the voucher for the two free tickets we want? I said, because they're in the nosebleed. I don't sit in no nosebleeds, ho. I go, I'm sitting down by the field. I go, get get in the game, baby. She goes, I'm not going. I go, I didn't even buy you one. She doesn't go to sporting events. I'm like, I, I, you know, I promised my kids. I'm taking five fifty, five fifty for three seats. I mean, I'm not even kidding. It's not. We welcome our radio really affiliates. It's good to have you on a Monday. Yes. We're talking about how baseball is expensive and a ripoff. <laughs> it still sucks to be a Cleveland fan. Uh, it still does suck. That's for sure. Uh, all right, we will. Uh, Come back. We'll do the rest of the... We'll do all the baseball later on. We have, obviously, a full slate tonight. Uh, we'll have the tater tots for you, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I don't want to start now because I'm not going to get to finish them until later on. So we will save it because we are going to come back, Scotty. And we must uh, release the Maxwell Award preseason watch list, of course, which is given yearly to the best player in college football. I have that list for you, or we will highlight some of the names on the list uh, coming up next year on Coach. When's the last time you went to a, a Yankee game? Uh, we went in September last year, and it rained. I got the kids there. We spent an hour and a half, rang up about a $500 bill, and they said the game wasn't going to start for another three hours, and I had to leave. So I didn't even get to see the game that I went to. Uh, and when was the last time before that? <laughs> Year before that. Hey, once a year. I'm right. I'm right. Once a year. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, Carver High, I'm willing to say uh, the Maxwell Award is uh, as big as the Heisman now because nobody cares about the Heisman anymore. So I'm all over this Maxwell Award this year. That is correct. Uh, the Maxwell Football Club, of course, every year does the Maxwell Award. And in the preseason, 
Now, he's give you the watch list, uh, the names to watch going into this year, of course, for the best player in college football. I have highlighted some of these guys, Scotty, for you. There's a lot of names. There's about 80-plus names on the preseason watch list, but let me give you a few, including the reigning winner, uh, last year's winner of the Maxwell Award, which, of course, is Caleb Williams of USC. Back again, Scotty. We already know he's probably going to be the number one pick in next year's draft will he back up last year's uh, enormous season and do it again for the trojans well i won't deny he's a great quarterback and i think he's phenomenal now barring injury he's gonna put up huge numbers but we've had this conversation uh the rich eat each other in the pac-12 uh, i know they have all kinds of conference problems uh, the future is unclear with USC and UCLA leaving. Everybody thought San Diego State was getting in. They ended up crawling on their hands and knees back to the Mountain West. I thought that was embarrassing. I got to tell you, though, I know you have other guys on this list, and the guy that I think can give him problems is in his own conference, and it's Penix at Washington. This guy is absolutely professional material this guy is raking numbers that are just outlandish uh, up there in seattle for the huskies i think that he can do amazing things again this year in fact i think he can do better than last year bigger and better i think he can steal the maxwell award uh, I agree with you. Penix was excellent last year. His first year with uh, the Huskies, of course, came over from Indiana after the injury. Senior quarterback for Washington. Ten wins uh, last year he brought the Huskies to. Uh, and this is the team, I'm with you, that will be the biggest competition for USC out there in the Pac-12 on the left coast. And I, I think this would be when my top two or three. If I was making my own preseason uh, watch list, Scotty, I think this guy would be in my top three. I love Penix. Yeah, and look, I think he's the most exciting guy because uh, there is no ifs, ands, or buts. He drops back to pass on every single play, and they absolutely yeah. sling it up and down the field the entire game. I think they're more exciting for my money than USC. I think Lincoln Riley's going to get USC in a, in a postseason playoff, and I think if it's not this year – that when they go to a 12-teamer, I think USC will be a regular visitor and contributor based on uh, Lincoln Riley's coaching. I think he's a great coach. But look, the sleeper for me is in South Bend. The sleeper would be in South Bend. Uh, that is going to be for me as well. Uh, Sam Hartman leaves Wake Forest and heads to South Bend to play for Marcus Freeman and the Fighting Irish this year. And the other great thing about Hartman is, Scotty, is a lot of marquee games where he's going to be right in front of the nation. Of course, you always are at Notre Dame. But when you have the games against Ohio State, USC, and Clemson that they do this year, lots of opportunity for Hartman to shine for the nation. Look, you know how much I think of him. I, I thought at Wake Forest, uh, this guy was absolutely phenomenal for, I think, you know, a relatively average, fair to Midland football program. I'm not afraid of Wake Forest, but I was afraid of him. This guy's flat out an NFL quarterback, and what a luxury for the Irish to get this guy for his last year of college eligibility that he's going to play in South Bend. I think most people already know that Notre Dame's tough every year, even when they're you know, not great. They're still good. They're always good, right? And I, you know, they've been in the playoff a few times and failed miserably. I get it. You know, congratulations. Take your wax at them. But they haven't had a quarterback this good no. in any of those trips or any of these last, I'd say, 10 years. This guy is legit. And he throws the ball and reads defenses like an NFL quarterback. He is a pro quarterback that has a year of eligibility left, and the beneficiary of that is going to be Notre Dame football. I think Freeman knows he's got a winner under center, and I think Notre Dame's offense is going to be exciting as all hell. And I think they're going to win a lot of games because of him. 
barring injury, this guy, I think they win 10 or 11 games. I mean, I'm not even kidding. That's how good he is. And I can't wait to see him play, Mike, against Caleb Williams at the end of the season when Notre Dame meets USC. Uh, that is going to be, uh, I cannot wait for that. Uh, that's October the 14th, I believe, because they're in South Bend, so it's the October meeting this year. A Saturday night Even in better. South Bend between Hartman and Caleb Williams. Uh, going to be awesome. Next. I've been to uh, that game. Dra- I- I've yes. been to that game yes. in my life 30 times at least. It's a great, it's a tremendous rivalry, no question. A lot of people thought, speaking of transferring, that Drake May would leave North Carolina. He did not, Scotty. He is back for Mac Brown. 4,300 yards, 38 touchdowns last year for the Tar Heels. Sophomore Drake May. I don't deny his talent. I don't deny his arm. I don't deny any of it. I just think that he's an exceptional talent who's wrapped around a bunch of average players. I think he makes them play at a different level. I think he makes them a better team, but I do not believe he can do it by himself like these other guys can. Penix can, Williams can, Hartman can. I don't believe in North Carolina football as much as everybody else. I do not buy that May will win the Maxwell Award. Uh, the next one I've got for you, of course, we played that clip of Harbaugh on Friday uh, talking up J.J. McCarthy, uh, comparing him to uh, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. I wouldn't go that far, but McCarthy was very good for Michigan last year. He's back as a junior. You know, I don't disagree that he's got uh, a lot of talent. Okay, fair enough. I think he's done a really good job in Ann Arbor for the Wolverines. I am sorry, though. Uh, when I say in the pecking order, uh, you know, I'd actually put him above May, but I'm still putting him behind the other three that we've discussed in Williams, in Penix, and Hartman. I still think J.J. McCarthy's four. For my money, May's five. He's younger. I think that in due time, May will win the Heisman and the Maxwell. But I don't see it this year. That's just me. He's a sophomore. Uh, They love to give these things to seniors. That's what they do. So let's see how it plays out. But that's my pecking order for the Maxwell. Let me finish uh, with just another board, just with a bunch of names on it that you'll probably know and to keep an eye on for this year. Uh, Names such as Jaden Daniels of LSU. You've got uh, Shador Sanders, of course, Deion's kid at Colorado. Cam Rising at Utah has been very good the last few years. Will Shipley running back from Clemson. Jordan Travis, Joe Milton, Quinn Ewers is on there, Scotty. Of course, like I said, there's 80-plus names in the preseason watch list. You can go to maxwellfootballclub.org to see them all. Well, look, uh, Quinn Ewers, everyone's got their eyes on him. Uh, He's got a lot of pressure standing behind him in Manning. And I think Spencer Rattler is exciting. I love uh, the kid rising at Utah. I thought they got shafted in Gainesville last year with bad refs. I think he'll have a big year. Uh, I agree. There you go. The Maxwell Award preseason watch list. College football is around the corner, baby. Let's Let's go. Navy, almost there. Uh, by the way, quick baseball note for you. Herman scratched for the Yankees tonight. Uh, some discomfort Ugh. in his armpit. I believe Johnny Brito uh, is now going to start against the Rays. That news yeah. has given me discomfort in both of my armpits. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure... 
Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. New Jungle. This is The Lion's Share. Brought to you by MGM. And the BetMGM Swing for the Fences deal. How do you get it? Well, get the app. Play the MLB free-to-play game through September 7th. Be a batter, pick an area in the strike zone. So a single, double, triple, home run, or pop-out. Receive the prize associated with that type of hit. Play it once a day. Prizing must be used on MLB and expires in 24 hours. The BetMGM Swing for the Fences deal. The lion's share with... Davis Lee Roth Maddock on a Monday from Fantasy Sports Today. You can catch him Saturdays at 8 a.m. with Scoop Mish and every day on C2C. Davis, hope you had a good weekend. Um, I want to start with the stuff we've been talking about on this show again. Uh, I want to go through your mind to see what you think happens. Uh, Your reaction to the Scherzer deal. I think it's great for Texas because they got this guy – and they lost to Grom, okay? And they barely have to pay him. Uh, the Mets are paying the freight for the most part, like 75, 80% of it, the Mets are paying, which means you lose. The Mets, that's not a good deal, what they got. They have to pay the freight. And then your reaction to will they move Verlander, who sounded like, he's like, look, if they're not going to go for it next year, I'm more than willing to listen uh, to waving a no trade and going somewhere. That's a guy that wants out, a guy that says, uh, look, you know, I got to know if they're going to go for it or not. If they're going to go for it, I guess we, I want to win a championship here. He literally said, I guess I want to win a championship here. That's all I need to know that he wants out. Yeah, I mean, he definitely wants out, and the Mets should definitely trade him. I mean, I think that the Mets' plan should basically be to get rid of the dead wood because, well, I mean, one thing I do disagree with you on, though, is the idea that it's a bad deal for the Mets if they have to pay the salary of these guys they're trading. Because Steve Cohen has something, Scotty, that you and I, we've spent our whole lives trying to chase, which is the print money button. I mean, Steve Cohen's got a button in his office, and he Fair clicks enough. it, and he just he just dances. He just dances in yeah. the dollars. So what Hold does it matter to him? But Yeah, but yeah. honestly, now, honestly, what rich person do you know that still wants to pay for the problem when it goes away? Uh, they, they don't. He, the fact that they have to pay that tab is still what they got out of him. Essentially, at the end of the day, was nothing. And they're still paying for it. They're going to pay for this guy like they're paying Bobby Bonilla. They're paying Scherzer to go play in the playoffs for Texas. They are. But I mean, so I think you're probably right. I, I bet it. I bet it probably chaps. Steve Cohen's butt you know I bet I bet he's not happy about it right you know when his front office guys the eggheads come in and they're like look all right we can get this prospect he's the number 98 prospect in baseball but you have to pay 28 million dollars a year like I bet he doesn't like hearing it but he still signs off on it because he wants the number 98 prospect in baseball and over the long run that is how teams like the Padres like the Dodgers like all these teams with all this money that's how they win because they get basically an infinite chance to find good players. And and for a while, these prospects are cost-controlled, so you could argue that the money finds its way back into Steve Cohen's pockets by saving money on these guys who are cost-controlled. But obviously, the Mets are taking the L's, right? I mean, they thought they were going to be good this year. They spent all these money on these. I mean, these pitchers were so old that they're like, you know, what they got back and trade for them is not what they definitely, I mean, certainly not, what they thought they were going to get, but they should trade Verlander. I thought, I mean, I thought the Rangers trade, I thought that was a huge win, like getting 
Max Scherzer down the stretch for them is going to be massive because he's going to replace, I mean, hopefully Martin Perez. Hopefully I don't have to watch that guy start. Maybe And maybe Heaney gets a break now. You know, we've been talking about how Heaney's velocity has been declining. Maybe they just right. stick Heaney on the IL for a month, let him rest. He's back, good to go for the postseason. Like, it's a huge win for Texas, I think. I let him, like, look, if I'm, if I'm Bochi, I pitch him five innings every game. That's it. The rest of the way. I need this guy to pitch in October. I don't care about anything else because they've been winning without him. They're at this point without him. Now that they have him, they cannot work this guy like a horse because he fades like a sunset. That's just all there is to it. He gets he, he gets washed late in the season. And in the playoffs, he's been a disaster. So I want to say this. I can't fathom that they brought him in, like even Verlander, and gave him $86 million, and he won't even be here. And that they're going to be left with a horrible nightmare season. And then they talk about their whatever. They won't say fire sale or cleaning house or any of this. But that's exactly what it is. And... Next year, literally, they'll have no pitchers. Like, they already have no pitchers. And, and both of those guys were average, too. So the Mets are going to be disastrous. What are they going to do, go out and spend a ton of money again on pitchers after they just got fleeced for these two guys that never did anything for them? The Mets are going to hell in a bucket. I hope they enjoy the ride. Well, I mean, I'll tell you exactly what they're going to do. They're going to do the same thing we just did. Whatever free agent pitchers are available this offseason, they'll say, sign up, let's do it. Now, another thing that having all Steve Cohen's money, you know, that, that they could do that's available is they can trade for bad contracts. So if a team signs, not, not a bad contract, just big contracts. So let's say, you know, one of these you know, one of the, uh, you know, one of our teams, right? The Royals or the uh, the Pirates, a team like that. They sign a pitcher to a contract. They decide they don't want that pitcher's contract. Well, Steve Cohen and the Mets can be like, all right, we'll give you uh, a 19 year old pitcher who maybe has like a little bit of ceiling, and we'll take on all the money from this. Take deal. Like, they could do that. Yeah, sure. Keller, great. Actually, uh, a good a good example of someone that they could bring in the building and just pay him because it doesn't matter. But for sure. Whatever the biggest starting pitcher contract given this offseason is, I bet the New York Mets give it. I bet whoever it is, I bet yeah. the New York Mets give the biggest pitcher contract this offseason for sure. So, uh, Davis, what do you think of uh, all the moves that the Angels have done? They've added more bats in Kron and, and Grichuk, and then uh, they got rid of Montgomery. They got rid of Hicks. They are uh, the, the Cardinals. Between those two teams, the Cardinals cleaned house and the Angels added more bodies to the house. Well, Scotty, I I am uh, an eternal optimist with the Los Angeles Angels. Man, no, that's not even – I'm Lucy in the football with the Angels, so I'm out on the Angels. Now I'm back in on the Angels again. I bet on them at 140 to 1 to win the World Series. Um, I mean, I think that they probably, if you put Mike Trout back in the lineup, 1 through 9, I mean, they have two of the – Five best hitters. I think they're pretty close to the best lineup in the American League. I think they rival the Rays. Probably not quite as good as the Orioles, but pretty close. And they add Lucas Giolito. Maybe they're not done. I mean, traded from the Cleveland Guardians. So teams who would sell a starting pitcher that we don't think would be sellers right now because it might save them some money or they might want some prospects or just whatever it might be. And I got to tell you, I'm, I'm starting to buy in on it. Why did the uh, Guardians trade Savali when they have Bieber out and they're in it? Loser, loser franchise. They're a loser franchise. That that's all they do. They're a loser franchise. It's they don't want to pay anyone. They want to get prospects. And then guess what? Whatever prospect they just got today, they're going to sell him in like four years too if he's good. Loser franchise. So are you buying uh, the Padres winning eight of twelve? And do you like their chances five games out? and that they play the Dodgers later this week for the weekend. I mean, I've been – the Padres, and I guess I I bought I believe this for the Mets too, but I've been buying the Padres the whole – I mean, I bought the Padres the whole way down. I'm buying them the whole way back up. They're playing the Rockies. They're in Coors Field this week. Feel pretty good about them probably getting two out of three there, maybe three out of three. And, uh, you know, I mean, that gets them to a winning record if they sweep the Rockies. All right, so here's the deal. 
because Herman got scratched and Brito's going, that raise bet is now a buck sixty-one. I'm seeing it at. You still like the raise tonight in the Bronx, and you're going uh, O's, Jays over nine, Reds to upset the Cubs at Wrigley. It's Abbott and Costello against Stroman, and then the Padres, Rockies at Coors, thin air over eleven and a half. Explain your plays. All right, uh, let's just go. Let's just go backward there. Padres, Rockies, Seth Lugo, real ground baller. Ground ballers get beat up at Coors Field. It's got the biggest outfield in Major League Baseball. I think we could see some crooked numbers there. I think we might see a football score. Reds money line. This is my favorite bet of the night. Our boy Abbott and Costello. He's been far and away the best pitcher on the Reds, and the Reds are finally starting to hit a little bit after it looked like they were swinging toothpicks up there for the first two weeks out of the all-star break it was uh it was pretty brutal for them orioles jays over nine same sort of i mean these offenses are both just so good right now and they sort of both have their middling starting pitchers i mean kyle gibson like i love taking over when kyle gibson is pitching that dude loves to give up home runs and then we got the uh, raise money line i liked it better at minus 140 this morning but i'll take it up to minus 160 with glass now against burrito i mean scott you know i love the bet against the New York Yankees and uh, Jake Glass now. I mean, he's the man. Jake Glass now is is one of the. I mean, he he's so fragile. He's made out of glass, but he is one of the best starting pitchers in the American League when he's healthy. How do you think the uh, Angels are gonna do? They've won seven of ten, but they're still four back. How do you think they're gonna do in Atlanta against the Charlie the Fisherman Morton? Not I'm well. worried. I'm worried about this series. I'm worried about this series. I think they'd be good to win one if they if they if they if they go one and two here in this series. I think they're fine. But I'm I'm worried about them. I mean, the Braves are just so good. I, I'm worried about them getting beat up. And ten seconds, Philly and Miami tonight. Uh, Walker and Cabrera. Who do you like there? I like I like Cabrera there just slightly. Uh, Jazz Chisholm Jr. is supposed to come back tonight, so that'll be a nice little boost. Yeah, the Pirates kicked the Phillies' ass for the most part over the weekend in Pittsburgh. We'll see you tomorrow, Davis. Good stuff. Enjoy the games tonight, bro. Beautiful. Have a good night, bud. My man. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure... Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, the many millions of fans of uh, Pharrell Coast to Coast clamor for a couple things. A, today in Carver High History. B, Famous Seamus from BetMGM. They clamor for Famous Seamus Mondays. Here he is, Seamus McGee from BetMGM to talk about what's going on at the window in the hizzy. Famous, good to see you. I hope you had a great weekend and plenty of beer. Uh, were there really less than 30% of people betting on T-Bud Crawford to win the fight uh, at BetMGM? Because I got to tell you, I always thought he'd win, 
I think people had trouble with how he would win. Would it be a decision? Would it be a TKO, a knockout? I think a lot of people got that wrong, but I think most people thought he would win and he beat Spence's ass badly. Hey, Scott, thanks for having me back. And yeah, it was a really good result for us. We took uh, Spence money all the way through the weekend up, up until the fight. Even with the line kind of moving the other way, I mean, it, personally, I thought the line was a little big for a fight of this magnitude. I honestly thought it would go a decision. I feel like they use, like these fights usually do, but uh, it was a little surprising, I'd say, to see uh, the way it ended. And uh, But we had a, a spectacular book. I mean, one of our best boxing handles in a long time, and uh, we, we got the best result. I, you know, I got to be honest with you. I know that they had, uh, I believe, rematch clauses in their contracts, but that's just not a fight that Spence needs. Uh, he, he got beat badly. He got beat up badly. Uh, he's never been knocked down. He got knocked down three times. He got his ass beat. He didn't want any part of that guy again. It was definitely interesting to watch. I, I was a little surprised he got knocked down so much. I mean, you, I feel like you never see that. It kind of reminded me of like uh, of uh, Ty, of Tyson Fury and Wilder when uh, Fury was just beating the crap out of him. When it was it was a big surprise to everyone. Yeah, no doubt about it. So, uh, how did the props go? Because uh, everybody thought maybe like I thought I bet it as a decision at like plus a buck ninety or something like that. And then I even put a little uh, piece on a draw because it was 80 to 1. These guys were so even, so talented, so undefeated, so amazing. We waited forever for the fight. I said on this show last week multiple times that, you know, between all of his car wrecks and his four out of the last five fights went to a decision for him, his days of knocking guys out appear to be over. He's never been the same fighter since, I think, the first car wreck in Dallas uh, and then, you know, he, his jaw, his eye, he had all kinds of problems. And then to have this guy rack him up and break his jaw again, I mean, like, he snapped him in the mouth a bunch of times. You can't tell me that guy. When the fight was over, he was slurring. He couldn't even talk. <laughs> so what were the prop bets like on it? Was everybody betting, like, the draw, the decision, or trying to pick rounds? What were they doing? There's a lot of round betting come in. Um I don't, I don't think we really lost too much on the round betting, but uh, there was definitely a lot of, you know, Crawford or Spence to win by decision bets coming in. So it was actually pretty pretty good to get a knockout for us there. Um, a lot of people thought it was going to be a close fight. And so, uh, yeah, it was a good result for us. So um, most people were on Poirier before and during the fight with Gaethje. I went on in-game live all access Saturday and I said the bet was Gaethje at plus a buck 26 or whatever, because the first fight he kicked him so many times. I thought Poirier could barely walk in that going into that fourth round. He could barely walk. He, he literally looked like his legs were broken and Gaethje's kicks are savage. Mostly they're whip kicks to the calves and to the quad and, and inside the legs does major damage. But I don't think anybody saw that kick to the head coming. And what was that like for the house? Good result. I mean, we really needed it because consider the rest of the card wasn't too great for the book. So it was definitely a needed result for us. And it was one of our best is probably the second best uh, result of the night for us, I'd say. Uh, pretty close to the best. So we were happy to see it. That's awesome. A lot of people were on Blahovich, and those that took Pereira were expecting a KO. So that going to Pereira by split must have worked out well for BetMGM. Yeah, we ended up about, about break even on that one. So, it, I frankly, the way the whole card went, I was happy to break even on that fight. Um, I didn't see a world where we were really going to get a big win, winner out of that. So. I think we were probably we we're pretty happy with the, the way the fight ended there as a, as a break-even result for us. How how did the card work out for you overall with the uh, heavily bet Lewis Green and Holland getting wins? Did any of that make it a losing night for you? Lewis and Holland specifically made it a losing night for us. I mean, those were two those were two of, the, of our worst uh, results in UFC this year. I, I'd have to say, um, so that wasn't good. Uh, Bobby Green getting a win was actually pretty good. Um, so we were happy to see that, but I mean, uh, not our best week, but you know, 
we're not going to win every UFC card. So, yeah, it happens. <laughs> so where, was there like an influx of action on the Rangers as the Scherzer trade was rumored and put together? And how did that deal change the odds for the division, the pennant, and the World Series odds at BetMGM? Yeah, so we saw some money come in on the Rangers like the past like two days, you know, when the trade was going down and then it was officially announced. So we moved the uh, the Rangers to a slight favorite for the division and minus 110 right now. And uh, currently sitting at nine to one to win the World Series and uh, four to one for the AL. So definitely some some noteworthy action coming through the window on the Rangers after that trade. Are there any rumored trades that you guys are keeping your eyes on as the deadline approaches tomorrow? Because uh, they could change a team's odds in a sizable way. How much do you guys analyze, uh, let's say, from now until the deadline tomorrow? How much of your focus and attention is on that at the house? It's almost completely on this. I mean, even today, you have random guys getting pulled from lineups. What does that mean? Is a trade on the horizon? Uh, I think one thing that's definitely top of mind to everyone is Justin Verlander. Uh, it seems like he may get moved. He seems like the kind of guy the Mets might want to move right now. Uh, everyone keeps talking about the Astros possibly getting him back. You can never rule out the Dodgers for getting anyone on the market with their uh, with their prospects. Um, so, I mean, that's what we're looking at now. Baltimore, I mean, they had a nice little series win against the Yankees. I think it was their first series win against the Yankees since 2016. So they're in a good spot. They have plenty of guys to trade. So they're definitely a team that we're keeping our eye on to make moves. Are there any big changes this week on MLB futures with like, you know, uh, the Padres have won eight of 12. They're playing well. Has there, you know, been changes, noticeable ones? I was actually clipping in the Padres last night myself on uh, the division and the NL pennant. And then um, I think, yeah, as I said, the Rangers were big movers. And the Angels, I mean, they keep making moves um, throughout last week and even as far as up to last night. So they moved up to 30 to 1 for the pennant. They're 60 to 1 for the World Series. Now they still got some work to do to get in the playoffs, but they keep making moves. They, if they could get hot at the right time, they might be able to sneak into the wild card. Are you even bothering to take any more action on the AL MVP now that the Angels have said they aren't trading Otani? Have the betters laid off of that now? Yeah, awards markets have really died down, it seems. It seems like a lot of these are pretty cut and dry. Uh, AL, the AL MVP specifically, I, that's that's done. So haven't seen a lot of action come through on it right now. I can't imagine we'll see anything unless people are trying to throw it into a parlay for some extra juice on something. Is the NL MVP and Rookie of the Year basically done in betters' eyes, or are those uh, still available for dark horses? I haven't seen a lot of action come in on either right now. I'd be shocked if Acuna doesn't run away with it. It seems like Carroll is going to lock up the rookie of the year. But, I mean, I, it was fun those few weeks we had with De La Cruz where maybe he had something going on. He did just hit a monster home run yesterday. So you never know. But, um, I mean, we'll see. I But right now it seems like uh, the betters seem to feel like the uh, the races are over. So what was the U.S.-Netherlands game like for you? The under hit, it was a draw. Uh, what did uh, that do to bet MGM? And what are you looking at for the game tonight at 3 in the morning overnight into Tuesday? I, the Netherlands game was the best women's game we've probably ever booked. <laughs> I mean, in terms of the handle that we got on the game, it goes under two and a half. Sophia Smith doesn't score a goal. I mean, it was, I it, couldn't ask for much more. Um, I think, I, I have an inkling that the U.S. is going to really pump Portugal today. I think they're going to really go all out. So I don't think we're going to have a great result. That's my gut feeling. Uh, but, yeah, we'll see. I mean, all these games have been, you know, flying under. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's going to be a lot of money coming on the U.S., the game's at 3 a.m., so I don't know what the handle's going to look like compared to the last couple games, though. So uh, the U.S. has kept the trend of the Cup, and, uh, you know, they're not as high-scoring a team as everyone thought. Remember the Vietnam game? Everybody thought that they'd scored nine goals or whatever. Are you guys putting up one-and-a-halves across the board for these games at this point? And how many unders have there been? There's been a lot, right? 
it feels like it's been almost like 75, 80% under two and a half. Um, it's been extraordinary, really. But it's tricky booking these games that are the last legs of the group stage because every team knows that what they got to do to get into the next stage. And a lot of teams have to score goals. So they're going to go more forward. They're going to play more open. So it's not as easy as just following the trend of every game's been going under. So maybe we juice the under a little bit. You actually might see an uptick in scoring, I think, this round of uh, games in the group stage. So what about um, Messi? Uh, you know, the bets that are flooding in on this uh, Miami team after his first two games, are people thinking that he's going to take him from the seller to a title? Are people actually betting that now heavily? Oh, I was writing, I was writing tickets all over it this morning. MLS Cup, we have odds to make the playoffs. I was taking some bets on that. I mean, the make the playoff bet is maybe the if they get into the playoffs, then they can definitely win the cup for sure. But they got a lot of work to do. They're 12 points back of a playoff spot, two games in hand on the team in that spot right now. So then you got to you're talking about say they win those games, it's six points back with nine games left, and they have five teams ahead of them. It's it, they've really got their work cut out for them, and they need to make sure Messi plays at this level that he. I mean, he probably will if he's playing in the game, but. I mean, we'll see. I don't see them making the playoffs. Can they win the League's Cup? Probably. That would be nice. They can get themselves into the Champions League next year. Um, but, I mean, they got work to do. And uh, we'll see if they do it. So, in essence, how many games will he be afforded the opportunity to play in? Uh, he's played in two, and you're telling me how many are left uh, in total that he could play in? Well, they have nine games of the season left plus whatever League's Cup games they have right. left. If they, are they even going to let him play all those games? A lot of people have artificial turf. Are they going to let him play on a turf field? I mean, I remember Thierry Henry for the Red Bulls would never play on it. So, I mean, we'll see. I think some stadiums said they wanted to change out the turf for brass for when he comes so they could sell tickets. What about what about next year? Uh, how, like, I, I'm, I got really quick. Do you think he'll play in a lot of games next year? I think he will. I mean, it depends how they start. They're definitely going to be a top two or three favorite. I mean, they might, they're probably going to be, end up being the favorite to start. Um, he's so good, even at this age. Um, I think he'll play in a lot, of, a lot of games, though. He's not, he's not that old yet. All right, Famous. Always good to see you. We'll catch you again next Monday from BetMGM. Famous Seamus McKee. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's time for the fans' other favorite thing. Today in Carver High History... No doubt, 1972, Dick Allen of the White Sox becomes only the seventh player in Major League history to hit not one but two inside the park home runs in a single game. Got them both off of Burt Bylev in 1978. 
Pete Rose extends his hitting streak to 44 games to tie Willie Keeler's 81-year-old NL record. 81 midseason Major League Baseball strike ends after 42 days. 84, the United States men's gymnastics team pull an emotional upset. They beat the world champion Chinese team in the combined event to take the gold medal in L.A. How about that? 88, Jose Canseco hits two homers to become the first Major League player to hit 30 homers in each of his three seasons. Some would say that that was not on the up and up, Jose Canseco's homers. 1989, Minnesota <laughs> Twins trade, Cy Young Award winner Frank Viola to the Mets. Frankie V back on the island. 1990, Rangers pitcher Nolan Ryan extends, records his 300th career victory. He was the 20th pitcher to do that. 93, A's trade Ricky Henderson to the Blue Jays for minor leaguers Steve Carse and Jose Herrera. Ricky would help the Blue Jays win the series. 97, Mark McGuire traded from the A's to the Cardinals. Some would say what McGuire did in St. Louis would also <laughs> not be on the up and up. Seven, uh, 97, Grambling University and its coach Eddie Robinson <laughs> are placed on two years probation. 2007, in the then biggest trade ever for one player, the big ticket, Kevin Garnett, seven for one from the Timberwolves to the Celtics. Michael Phelps in 2012, greatest medal winner in Olympic history when he gets gold as part of the 4x200. 2016, Jimmy Walker wins his first major as he beat Jason Day at the PGA Championship. I doubt we have time for it, but in 2021, Katie Ledecky won gold in the women's 800 meters for an unprecedented third consecutive Olympics. How about that from Katie Ledecky? She just won the world championship again yes. this weekend in Japan. She's still uh, crushing people in the pool. Unbelievable. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.